Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Guillotine Press Podcast. It's your host this week, Josh Heath, joined by my brothers in metal, Travis Yabara and Brian Brooks. How are we doing, boys? Hello. What is happening? <laughs> okay, Brooks, that was pretty creepy. But... <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, guys, we are fresh off our first, uh, what, what would we call it? Did we host the Red Letter X show Saturday night? Is that what we would call it? Kind of, yeah. Like, in a sense. Not really, though. Like, we kind of hung out most of the night. In partnership with Red Letter X, yeah. we uh, we were at a show kind of doing some intros and some intro- MC introducing action, perhaps? Yeah, some MC action for uh, the Red Letter X show, which is uh, Indianapolis's premier hard rock cover band, usually doing stuff from the 90s and 2000s. And, of course, if you listened last week, you heard our good buddy and lead singer of the band, Ryan Fields, on. So yeah. We and you should have, have gone to the show. You know, you know what? So. Ryan brought his shit to the show, man. Ryan like, killed it. A, yeah. The whole band killed it. Um, yeah. The Silverbirds yeah. were killer, too. They like, packed we were, the house, yeah. yeah. Like, we were, uh, when the Silverbirds were playing, Josh and I were, like, geeking out over their set. Yeah, list. they played Sin City by ACDC, which is Travis yeah. and I's favorite uh, ACDC yeah. song. Uh, yeah. What they play by Kiss? Uh, Deuce. Cold Gin. Oh, C- Cold Gin, that's right. They might have played Deuce, too. Early. No, they played Cold Gin, that's okay. right. Yes, I'd have known if they played Deuce. I I do appreciate when the Silverbirds play with them because they bring like a nice, like those two bands kind of bring a nice balance because they it's say it's still obviously rock hard rock but like Older they school. play definitely different stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Silverbirds are gonna be more seventies and eighties, whereas um, Red Letter X is gonna be more current. Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. It was awesome. Uh, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed uh, introducing the band. Uh, I guess we should start off by talking about our album battle that we did with the crowd, which um, we'll get into another album battle album battle later in this episode. Uh, but one of the bands is actually the band we'll be talking about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction versus Metallica's The Black Album. And uh, we Th- gauged some interest and some votes from those in attendance. Thought it'd be a lot closer than it was, to be honest. And I, and frankly, yeah. I thought if it was going to be victorious, a, a landslide victory, I thought it was going to be the other way around. Really? I was surprised. I don't know, man. Like, um, people love their Guns N' Roses here in Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it has to do with Axl Rose being from here or just, uh, I don't know, maybe Guns N' Roses is more accessible for people. And what we're saying is, and what we're saying is, the crowd at the show, uh, in a resounding fashion, voted for Appetite for Destruction. Uh, A loud roar for Appetite for Destruction, um, compared to a smaller (laughs) roar for the Black Album. Yeah, Black Album. It was more like it was. It was like a a a restrained whimper. It was like, "Mm, yeah, yay. And we're like, "Uh, give it up for Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, give it up for the Black Album. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's all right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we had a blast at the show. Um, I'm sure we'll be doing more with Red Letter X in the future, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. That, that shit was fun, man. Yeah. I like picking like, a, and we picked those two albums because they were like kind of mainstream and 
you know uh probably fit in with the audience and, yeah. and stuff like that but yeah yeah it was fun um i look forward to the next one for sure the next live wherever show. it may be we'll keep you updated oh the no ne- doubt <laughs> the next live show we should go up there with like uh typo negative or like something like obscure like yeah merciful was... fate <laughs> yeah. just like who <laughs> <laughs> we're like uh do you guys like behemoth or do you like dark throne more <laughs> these are two death albums that we're gonna battle up here yeah we're gonna do scream bloody gore and perseverance what in the hell <laughs> <laughs> or the sound of perseverance but uh yeah two death albums that's great uh, man those death albums are crazy great though so we talk about metallica every podcast uh, Josh Sturgeon, this was not a shot at you. I always bring it up. <laughs> you can take five minutes and just fast forward, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So he uh, brought up like what we think the worst uh, song on the black the black album is like in the media like at all times right now because of the blacklist and the thirtieth anniversary. Thirtieth anniversary, yeah. So liquid what, metal is mandatory Metallica for like three weeks. Is it really? <laughs> It's been it's been mandatory Metallica since like September first. All I listen to is Eddie Trunk. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did so, you know he has a house in Vegas now? <laughs> 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 he's gonna be on here one day and he's gonna fucking lambay. I'm gonna uh, pay him like you did with quarantine. I'm gonna pay Eddie Trunk to go after Heath. That'd be killer. <laughs> oh, I w- <laughs> Um, we should just set up like a GoFundMe for that. Yeah. <laughs> Did Josh say we talk about Metallica too much? Yeah. We do bring him up like every episode, though. We're just like, he said, Metallica he, he, rocks. Me, me, Travis, and, and him have a, a, a group chat, and he, he texted us a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and he was like, he's like, I have a challenge for you. Don't mention Metallica on one episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> we're like, no. <laughs> we mentioned it every since. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I, I bring it up like in name drop them like every time. So what do you guys? So you we should saying, make it a priority now to always bring up Metallica. On an dude, episode. we got to yeah. Yeah. the Metallica minute. We should ma- rename <laughs> the, the Metallica <laughs> minute. Yes, how many Metallica songs can you name in a minute? Sturgeon, we love you. We're gonna rename the podcast like Metallica Militia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Metallica Militia. Metallica Pod or some shit. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, so what do you you were bringing up like the worst song on the black album like what do you think it is we want to put Brooks on the spot like what he thinks it is I don't know man at the end of the day it's probably Inner Sandman for me just because it's so overplayed pussy oh (laughs) you said you didn't like Holier Than Thou I don't like Holier Than Thou either oh my god I know that yeah that I can't accept that one what are you gonna say next? Like, well, Sam, you said Sam the Unforgiven Brooks. Yeah, that's that's ugh. that's yeah, a terrible take. Like, well, it's like I'm song. going through. I mean, I'm I'm kind of taking. Unforgiven's the route of, a masterpiece. Nothing else matters. Kind of sucks. Dude, are you serious? I'm kind of tired of nothing else. Nothing matters. else matters. You know one of the best. That's funny. Of all that's time. funny. You mentioned nothing else matters because I, as I was listening to Mandatory Metallica on on XM today, they pl- it was they were playing uh, one of their live shows from a few years ago. And they came to Nothing Else Matters. And I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, it made me think of our set list swap episode where I was like, you know what? I also wouldn't hate if they kind of took this one off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't. But like, but it's someone a, like, seeing Metallica the thing for the first is, time. That is a fan. It's a, it is a, like, I'm not saying the song is not good. I it's love, one of their best songs. I love it. Mm. Dude, it's one of their best songs. When Elton John says your song is like one of the most powerful songs he's ever heard. Like, remember you were saying that Headfield fucking cried or whatever? He did, but... Yeah. I don't know. Like, not Elton John's metal, but it's like... I do love Elton John, Yeah, you gotta... He's like, dude, that's one of the best songs you've ever written, and fucking James Headfield starts crying. I mean, 
the god it's that failed. Song. I mean, the god that failed. I can probably, I can probably get rid of it. And Most be okay. underrated song on that album is "My Friend of Misery." I agree. It's a great song. That or uh, "Struggle Don't Tread with on him. Me." <laughs> Don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. <laughs> All right, so that was our Metallica minute. Yeah, <laughs> we every it. week we're going to have a Metallica minute now. <laughs> no matter Wait, what. Wait, Trav, did you say what's your, your least favorite song? Is? I don't think, you're not getting away with this one clean. Uh, so if I had to go like the, the I'm going to music elitist route like Josh did. Don't say Inner Sandman. I'm going to go Inner Sandman. <laughs> Jesus Christ, give a different answer. No, I'm going to go, um, so I would probably go, I'd probably go like The God That Failed. Not that it's a bad song. <laughs> that's funny because that's what I said. Yeah, not that that's a bad that song. I mean, t- that was my take back season. What I, else are you gonna say though? I re- I I, uh, I went back on uh, Unforgiven because you. I mean, maybe of Wolf and Man. Like, what else are you gonna say? Every other song's like a fucking masterpiece. I know. I know. If you didn't say, if you left Inner Sandman out of it, you're not gonna say Sad but True. You're not gonna say Holier Than Now. You're not gonna say Unforgiven. Wherever I'm your own was one of their best songs. Don't through the me. Never. Yeah, through the Never's killer too. Dude, I through think. the Never's awesome. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be I, like I, you're making that face like you're not really. Yeah, sold no, through the never's all right. He's such a fucking poser. Yeah. He's Speaking too, of he, posers, he's too cool to like this. Just to wrap up that Metallica sure. minute there, <laughs> we went to the Linus Morissette and Garbage Show. Speaking of posers, oh yeah, cut uh, this. Do we ever <laughs> cut, cut this? Cut <laughs> do this. we ever review that show, Brooks? Uh, I, mean, I was I, not I was impressed. There. I'll be honest. I dug garbage. I think I'm. I'm going to take some heat from this, from the girls, but I was not impressed with Alanis Morissette. Uh, that's crazy to me because all, everything I read said that she was she's having an incredible tour. She was having some sound kind of shit. I uh, don't know if you caught that or not. It's like it's almost like her vocals were like... The, the, the sound I heard was Rob Hagen screaming in my ear the whole time <laughs> and Katie elbowing me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, our girls <laughs> telling us to shut up. <laughs> we were like talking throughout the whole show. About what? All, all messed up. We were all drunk and shit. Just drinking and just being... You're like, yeah, I drafted uh, Tom Brady in my fantasy yeah, football league. We were like, I wasn't impressed, and we were like both hammered. <laughs> Travis is like, oh, she's playing ironic next. Yeah. I'm like, how much? How many songs does she possibly have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember, remember the very beginning of the show? Oh, Travis dude is dude, killing I, me, I, dude. I had Travis dying. <laughs> This dude got me in trouble. Rose was just like, Rose like pinched my arm and was just like, can you shut up? Because like Brooks was over here like, she she played this whole like, it had to go on like eight minutes. Like no oh, it, joke. It was forever long. Yeah. No joke. And it was like all of her parts in movies, all of her interviews in the before, 90s. Like before she came on stage, like the intro, like video reel before she came on stage. Yeah. All of her parts in movies, all of her interviews, music videos, everything she's basically said in the 90s. Like, all this shit. There was, like, clips from Dogma in it. <laughs> yeah. And Brooks goes, or you could just come out and play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then I was just like, remember me? And then Rose, I was just like, look, it's, it's almost like she's like, remember me? <laughs> and Rose pinches me. <laughs> You're two assholes at the well, show. No way. Because guys... at the end of that clip, it was like. Dude. It was like two minutes of compilations of her playing ironic at shows unreal. and stuff. And I'm like, or you can come out and play the fucking song. Come <laughs> out, come out on stage. Brooks <laughs> is such a jerk, man. We were such jerks. Yeah, yeah, we were kind of jerks though. Travis was, was like, the guy that's like, garbage should have been the one headlining this show. Dude, garbage was killer though. Hey, she- garbage was killer. I thought. Yeah, I thought. she she still got it. Yeah, they, 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 they still got it. They oh, were yeah. rocking, mm-hmm. and she is a she's a very good. 
Like she's a very she's very good on the mic and like working the crowd and stuff too. Did they do a? Did they end with "I'm Only Happy When It Rains"? Yes, they ended with that. Yeah, hmm. they played "Number One Crush." They played, I think, a "Paranoid," "Supergirl." Well, what did uh, Alanis end with? Uh, was it the uninvited? Uninvited. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, well, let's move on from the Alanis Morissette concert to um, what we're doing. This for, what we're doing. <coughs> Actually, by the time this is released, it'll be today. Well, because you're right. Sorry, I'm fucked. Oh, and <laughs> just now a light we have, case of COVID. We went from Metallica minute to the COVID corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's wanting to break out. He's like, I'm not on this podcast anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you guys are going to Rob Zombie, right? I'm just hold on. Rob Zombie and Josh Chimel. is gonna text Ryan and he's like, "Oh, can you be a can you be on here forever?" <laughs> so before that, before that, we got a little old school show tomorrow night. I don't know if either one of you guys are going. Ace Freely, Alice Cooper. That's that tomorrow. is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. So Rose and I are going to see that. Oh, that'll nice. be fun, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that ought to be a good show. I would like to. I just there's no way I can justify back to back shows. It's a busy fucking week in indie, but yeah, that yeah. Alice Cooper, Ace Freely, two of my favorite artists, and then Friday we got that uh, zombie. Who opens for Zombie? Chevelle. Chevelle. Chevelle yeah, like yep. a co-headliner, right? <clears throat> uh, I think so. I don't know if there's a third band that we're just not aware of, but um, yeah, are you planning on going to that? Josh? I probably won't go. I think I'm going yeah. to emo night Saturday night at the uh, Egyptian room. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Relive my teen years. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> All right, Josh. You- <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, my God. Dude, his face is... Oh, dude. <laughs> call Rose to get up here. His oh face. God. Oh, bud. Uh, His face is as red as the cherry cocaine. Wh- yeah, that was. You uh, killed me, bud. Yeah, bud. You looked. Uh, you dude, looked <laughs> bud, your blood pressure went through the roof on that one. Dude, I'm sitting here like. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Lucy, uh, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. No, but oh. in all seriousness, I probably won't be going to Rob Zombie. I don't know. I yeah, might. Beca- because of email. No, emo night no, is dude, Saturday night. Dude, no, I'm dude. sorry. I'm sorry. You have to explain what the fuck emo night is. I need oh, to emo know. night is like a, uh, a nightclub that they play nothing but like 2000s music, like rock. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure, bud. Have you done this before? No, uh, actually, like they have like Post Malone and stuff come out and uh, he obviously he's not going to be at this, but he's like hosted the events before and stuff. Huh. It's actually a pretty cool looking event. It's just like a bunch of drinking and uh, so like like a nightclub for two thousands. Okay, rock really? and stuff. so so there's no. It like, looks pretty cool. So it's not like live music. It's like more of like a um, DJ. Right. Thing. Yeah, it's more like a like a nightclub. But um, no, like I grew up uh, when I was a teenager and I was like thirteen, fourteen. You know, uh, dude, I'm fucking crying right now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude, I literally almost passed out. Yeah, I, I almost fell back in the back in but, my uh, chair. <laughs> I don't know, like, I was just reading about it, and they play, like, My Chemical Romance, Taking Back Sunday, brand new. Um, Who was your favorite band from that era, like, growing up? From that era? I don't know, man. Like, probably Taking Back Sunday is probably my favorite. Um, I enjoyed that era of music. There was, like, there's a lot of terrible emo bands, Mm -hmm. but nobody ever talks about the good emo bands, Mm -hmm. like American Football, um, uh, Misery Signals. Um, stuff like that. People don't talk about the the good emo bands. Like emo music gets a lot of hate just because it's like 
how the the culture was of like fashion and stuff back in the day. But there's yeah. like a lot of really good. Like, As Josh does music. a hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of really like people give My Chemical Romance like a lot of like crap, but like the Black Parade is a phenomenal album. Like people like glance over a lot of emo music from that era for some reason. I've come to appreciate them in particular because I dig yeah. like him a lot. Gerard Way. Yeah. yeah. He's like an incredible artist. Yeah. Like he does comic books and stuff. Like yeah. I know emo music's like like not for everybody. Like you had like the Hawthorne Heights and stuff like that. But uh like nobody really ever talks about like the great emo bands. Yeah, he's of, a like killer, that era. Dude. Like, yeah. Gerard Way's a killer dude. Like he's yeah. he's joined like Kevin Smith's podcast like multiple times and they just talk about like comics and like he's yeah. a big he's heavily influenced by comics like of the yeah. 80s and 90s yeah like that that whole era like like i said it kind of gets like a bad rap for the um like the fashion sense and like a bunch of like the terrible like emo bands that came out mm-hmm. because it was really kind of like um I don't know. You remember how like you know grunge got big, and then every record label tried to create like, yeah. the next grunge band, and a next lot of them Nirvana, weren't. Yeah. They weren't that good. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was with that era. But like, man, there's like if you like look around, like there's a lot of good music from back in the day. That's like very like critically acclaimed albums from that era. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, I probably won't be going to Rob Zombie. I think the next show I'm looking to go to is Crowbar. Mm-hmm. So Wait, God. We did, we did, because that was... November. November? Okay, shit, that's, that'll be right around the corner. I think another thing, too, is, like, um, like the emo music era yeah. is, like, for some reason, it's just glanced over when it comes to, like, uh, rock music in general. For some reason. And I think, like, uh, it's kind of like it has, like, this dark cloud hanging above it, kind of like new metal does. But it's very weird how... I think a lot of rock does though. Like yeah. if you're gonna say new metal too, I would. Um, and this comes from our. Oh, it's storming I was, here! I was like, "Damn, God!" <laughs> uh, like There's if you th- think about rolls. what happened with like hair metal, yeah, like for they, sure they they literally as soon as grunge hit, they stopped playing all that shit. Like yeah. Eddie Trunk talks about it all the time, like how like bands like Skid Row and like Winger and all mm-hmm. these bands were just like over. Like, yeah, you're done. Like as soon as all that shit happens. Next. Yeah. Like the worst people are the people that are like, you know, I didn't dig this or that song from that era, and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, if like, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance comes on, you know, you're singing along. Mm-hmm. You know, you're <laughs> singing that chorus with everybody else in the room. But it's just funny how like certain eras of rock music people just kind of make fun of or like look back on like look down their nose at but new metal has a lot of terrible bands but there's like really good bands corn mm-hmm. slipknot from that era you know just like uh you know from the emo like emo music era i guess if you want to call it that like there's a lot of terrible bands in that era but you know there's good bands too so it's just like any era when i first got with rose she was really into a band called uh emory, emory. yeah yeah Emory and Coheed and Cambria. And See, Coheed and Cambria is a great band, man. Like, I first saw them open up for Slipknot on the uh, All Hope Is Gone tour. Mm-hmm. A very underrated band, underappreciated band, and it's another guy that's very creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lead mm-hmm. singer of that band. I'm spacing on his name right now. Um, everybody, like, everybody knows who he, who he like, the, everybody has that visual of who he is, though. Yeah, the big hair the and everything. Hair and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he did his own comic book for the yeah. albums, right? Armory, War- Armory Wars. Okay. Yeah, for Boom Studios. Yeah, but... Yeah, man, like, I think we all need to start, and I know we kind of go back and forth and make fun of each other's, like, music 
taste oh, and stuff and, and just for never, fun that'll never stop it'll never stop <laughs> and i know we make fun of certain bands and stuff but at the end of the day like dig what you dig like what you like at the end of the day it's just music it's entertainment it's supposed to be fun like you know it's fun to act like an elitist with your friends but, oh yeah act yeah. like <laughs> yeah, or, be, or be an elitist or yeah. be one <laughs> no yeah but uh it's fun at the end of the day just to debate it but at the end of the day like these people that make the music are a lot more talented at making music than we are so oh yeah <laughs> and it, yeah and like you said a lot of those bands are really talented i by the way like before we get to like the battle and all that shit i want to say like i want to put this out in the universe we need to we need to talk about what we're going to do for october like in uh, uh, maybe like a spooky album battle. Maybe Ooh, we can get some like typo audience. negative album battle. Yeah, maybe we get somebody can leave us a comment or something for yeah. like you know uh, ideas on a on a spooky album here, battle. Here was my Ice thought process. Yeah. Each week we should do a uh, a spooky themed one. Obviously, do like Merciful Fate or a King Diamond, Ozzy, Ozzy, oh, yeah. Alice Cooper. That'd be sick. Typo negative. Kiss, kiss. Ooh, hey, <laughs> Brooks is over gritting his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a Parasite game. was on in the car the other day and he was fucking jamming. I'm like, bud. It's hard not to. Yeah, I was like, this song is good. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, boys, like let's move on a little bit to talk about what we've been listening to. Anything uh anything in general? Honestly, like my I've my week outside of continuous album battle prep, because I've had to put a lot of work into this one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kind of just been prepping for the for the Rob Zombie show. I've been listening to like continue listening to Chevelle, like which essentially was our last week's battle. So that just kind of worked into the beginning of my prep, and I've been listening to more Rob Zombie and White Zombie because you know he's gonna play mm-hmm. a couple songs. But so I mean, you know, Hellbilly Deluxe and uh, Sinister Urge. I've been getting into those, and man, I Sinister Urge is an album. Great. I I don't pick that up nearly enough as I should. Yeah. But like. The I was listening to it a little bit yesterday, a little bit today, and I was like, man, I forgot how many like super like whether you think they're good or not, but just like super mega hits were on that album. Scum of the earth, come on! Like yeah. that's a song I love. Yeah. I love that. Just cause Iron that's a... Head Regenerate with Ozzy. Oh yeah, and dude. it ends on um uh house uh, house of a thousand corpses. That uh yep. It sure does. It's like that news report, and he's like, this is the house. That song is, like, so killer. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, like, at the beginning, is like Demon Speeding, which I think is a cool song. Oh, Never yeah. Gonna Stop's on there. I mean, these feel so numb. Like, these yeah. songs are amazing. Like, this is such a great album. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just kind of getting in the mood for my next show. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm in, I'm in show prep. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, so I've been getting into the spookier shit, the spookier side of music. Uh, that's why I brought that up, that spooky battle mm-hmm. that we need to do. Maybe we do need to do like Typo Negative one of the weeks, because I think For that's sure. another band that Brooksy hasn't got a chance to get into so much. Yeah, that's um, that's a factual statement. But yeah, uh, like October Rust is a favorite this time of year, and uh, their album, uh, Bloody Kisses, of course. Like, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing record. They're one of those bands. Yeah, you got to put Bloody Kisses in there. Yeah, Bloody Kisses. See, Bloody Kisses is like one of those masterpieces of the 90s. And if you can hear rain and thunder in the background, by the way, I know we mentioned it earlier. It's a little ambiance for the episode, for the battle tonight. Just setting the mood. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is a favorite. Bloody Kisses is a favorite of a lot of our friends, though, like uh, Cricket, Cricket Martin, shout out, and Josh Sturgeon, you know. Typo Negative is just one of those bands, though, man. It it's hard to pick against that, man, but, like, October Rust is so great, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Josh, what have you been listening to, bud? So, man, I've been listening to the new Turnstile album, uh, Glow On. Mm-hmm. It's a they're kind of a, a New York hardcore punk band. Um, but this album has elements of like shoegaze slash dream pop. I posted it on Facebook uh, and shared it on there. It's if you're into like hardcore music, but also into bands like um, let me think. Like maybe the Smiths or um, <laughs> I showed him my shirt, my Pete uh, Smith shirt. Yeah, like the Smiths and stuff <laughs> like that. With his arms wide open. Yeah, it's a, it's a very <laughs> like wide open. Like any like dream pop bands and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's a very kind of shoegazy hardcore album. It's like very different from things that I've heard before. It's very also parts of it are reminiscent of the Police, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I've also been listening to the new Wolves of the Throne Room album, which is uh just straight up like black metal so i was about to say incredible. i don't think i know that one <laughs> yeah brooks you wouldn't like it uh, it's uh, brooks isn't a big fan of like the super heavy stuff i don't know if travis you'd like it or not but they're a pretty incredible band what is the band again they're called wolves in the throne room okay i'm gonna have to give that a we'll have check to, out. we'll definitely have to throw that on the episode playlist yeah. for sure this is there's this is gonna be an interesting playlist this yeah. week yeah there's the new wolves a- in the throne room album out actually <laughs> is getting very 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 great reviews right now so it's cool to see that they're they're an incredible band and then obviously uh i've talked about deaf heaven a lot but i still keep that in the playlist for sure all right so time boys is it time to uh (laughs) get things going with we might as uh, well right yeah so the album battle this week i alluded to it earlier when we were talking about uh, hosting the Red Letter X show, and we had the Guns N' Roses Appetite versus uh, Black Album. So this week we're going to do Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion 1 versus Use Your Illusion 2, which will be pretty interesting. I know Brooks is going to have a lot to say. He uh, has some <laughs> strong opinions. So without yeah. further ado, enter the guillotine. Use Your Illusion 1 versus Use Your Illusion 2. Both albums came to us in the year 1991. That is correct. September 17th, 1991. Were they released on the same day? Yes. 1991, these albums were released the year of my birth. So... You were Brooks, born in 91? I was. Brooks wow. was born in 41, so he had <laughs> about 50 years to catch up. But uh, both of these albums are, uh, it's actually, it's hard to say, right? So Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, I guess you could look at it as a double album maybe. So the second real like studio album from Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses. I mean, they had like the spaghetti incident and like. Uh, attitude. <laughs> we got some fucking attitude. They had like, a, what was it, GNR Lies. Yeah, Lies had, with just Patience on it. Yeah, the they had like a yet. bunch of stuff in between but this was actually like the second um album from guns and roses or second and third album however you want to look at it a really robust album yeah nonetheless i mean there's like 40 songs expensive (laughs) music videos like yeah the november rain's still like the most expensive video ever right it's one of them and uh so i don't know man Well, well looking at use your illusion one we have right next door to hell dust and bones Live and Let Die, which is a uh, Paul McCartney and Wings cover. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Don't Cry, Perfect Crime, You Ain't the First, Bad Obsession, Back Off Bitch, Double Talking Jive, November Rain, The Garden, Garden of Eden, Don't Damn Me, Bad Apples, Dead Horse, Coma. And that Mm. is Use Your Illusion 1. And Use Your Illusion 2, we have Civil War, 14 Years, Yesterday's Knocking on Heaven's Door, which is a cover of Bob Dylan, Get in the Ring, Shotgun Blues, Breakdown, Pretty Tied Up, Locomotive, So Fine, Estranged, You Could Be Mine, uh, Don't Cry, Alternative Lyrics, and My World. Mm -hmm. So, boys, I'm going to call out Travis Yabara to lead us off. Okay, so this is pretty simple, boys. Uh, and I'm not going to let, let Brooks get away with anything in this episode, by the way, just to start this off. You shouldn't. So the right answer here, well, in my opinion, I won't go that aggressive. <laughs> I'm just like, the right answer here. Uh, I think the better album of these two, if we're going to split these two albums up, which is today's uh, uh, undertaking, I should say, Use Your Illusion 1 is the correct answer. Uh, the Garden coma two of my favorite gnr tracks live and let die is one of the best covers of all time even better than the wings uh original version for live and let die the james bond film november rain is the best rock ballad of all time uh hands down uh don't cry fucking amazing song an amazing (laughs) song then you get to the heavier side like i mentioned i mentioned the garden and coma a little bit earlier but double talk and jive heavy fucking guitar that almost sounds like as you get into that song, it almost sounds like they were getting into kind of like a, uh, like they were growing as a band on this album. And I think they were getting into more progressive kind of sounding shit because this kind of sounds a lot like a little bit later on, like Floyd shit, like the guitar almost, um, uh, fuck I'm spacing on his name. Uh, the guitarist for Floyd, David Gilmore. Yeah. So almost like David Gilmore sounding guitars, you know, later on in that song. Dead Horse, I thought, was like, started out almost like a, almost sounding like a grunge or Metallica track. And, you know, kind of going into, mixed with GNR, again, showing their growth as a band. And then the way the album starts, right next door to hell. The way the album starts and the way the album finishes with Coma. Fucking masterclass. And I think this is their best album, even better than Appetite for Destruction. And that is fucking, uh, that might be like... A hot take? A little hot take, yeah. But I think this is their most complete album. Okay. Use Your Illusion 1. So I'm going to go second. stamp it. I'm going to go second, just because I think Brooks is going to have the most controversial takes on this. Uh, (laughs) Um, We're setting him up, and he's probably backtracking. I went back and forth (laughs) on this. I really did. I love both of these albums a lot. I don't think either one of them are better than Appetite for Destruction, like you said. But I did land on Use Your Illusion 2. Okay. Um, I mean, it starts... That surprises me. Yeah, so I guess from start to finish, I think this album is such a heavy hitter. The only song on here that I'm just like, I I could just leave it, is uh, Get in the Ring. I'm just... I just... I I do not like that song. Dude, I don't either. Yeah, I hate that song. (laughs) I mean, Civil War is one of Guns N' Roses' best tracks. Incredible song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I mean, you came from Appetite for Destruction, which was, you know, all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And then you come into this, and he starts off with, like, a very big political statement. It just kind of shows the growth of Axl Rose as a lyricist, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Yesterday's incredible song. Not a fan. 
Really? Not a fan. Yesterday's got nothing for me. Man, I love that song. It has nothing for me. Yeah, well, I love that song. I've always liked that Guns N' Roses song. Um, Knocking on Heaven's Door, a much, in my opinion, not much better, but the better cover of the two albums. Knocking on Heaven's Door, I think, is their better cover, is the better cover than Live and Let Die. Um, Knocking on Heaven's Door is probably my favorite song that they perform live. Um, It's their best crowd interaction song. Uh, I love that song. I think it's great. Um, And then I'm going to call you out on this. Okay, here we go. November Rain isn't even their best ballad. Bullshit, bud. Guns N' Roses' best ballad is Estranged. One of their best songs is Estranged. The best ballad of all time is November Rain. Estranged is a ballad as well. Yeah. Come on, it is. It is, yeah. It's, it's also, also, 14, it's also your back, 14 you know. hours long. Yeah. <laughs> Estranged is their best song, in my opinion. Estranged is the best Guns N' Roses song. It's a masterpiece. I think it's better than November Rain. You can fight me on that. Um, and then, obviously, you have okay. stuff like You Could... What'd you say? I said, okay. And then you have You Could Be Mine, which is a killer You Could Be Mine's... You Could Be Mine is such a heavy hitter. From start to finish, man, this is just such a a heavy hitter of an album. When I, what it came down to was you could obviously kind of the albums mirror each other, like track four on both albums is the, you know, the cover, one of the last tracks, uh, well, actually Live and Let Die is the third track on there, but they're kind of in a similar position on the album. Um, The albums kind of mirror each other. And when I looked at the mirror images, so to speak, I kind of found myself going back to Use Your Illusion 2. Really? Um, yeah, man. I, I love Use Your Illusion 2. Both albums are a masterpiece, or I guess if you want to call them one album. But uh, yeah, for sure, man. Use Your Illusion 2 for me. See, I just thought Use Your Illusion 1 was a lot heavier. Like, I thought it was a lot more... But does heavier make it better? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Not, I... See, Knocking on Heaven's Door is like one of those tracks where I'm like, at this point, it's kind of like a... Like you guys were talking about Nothing Else Matters earlier. It's kind of like that to me. Okay. Like well, that's understandable, like the, man. I'm just like, yeah, skip it. Well, I mean, I, I can definitely understand that. But uh, I think from start to finish, I think the... And I say this every time we battle because it's obvious that if I think the album's better, then I think the songs are better. But this one, I think both song or both albums just cohesively have a great, great uh, collection of songs. But I think when you look at the covers against each other when you look at the ballads against each other when you look at the openers against each other civil war is the better opener uh no i agree there yeah uh, i think I when you that. go when you put Hands these down up, who's the, what's what what album's got the best closer though uh you use your illusion one use, use your illusion one has the best close or the I was better about close to say, dude. yeah coma is one of the top five guns and roses songs yeah. for sure yeah, Coma's one of the top five Guns N' Roses songs, but I think Estranged has always been my favorite Guns N' Roses song. Um, not that that's the reason why I picked this, but I think when you face these albums and they face each other and you go track by track, cover by cover, ballad by ballad, for me, use your illusion too. That's a little sleepy. <sighs> okay. See, this is the first I, battle. I can't this wait the... to hear this one. <clears throat> He's flip-flopping. There are some horrific songs on Use Your Illusion 1. Mm-hmm. Horrific. Which ones, though? Horrific. Dustin <laughs> Balls sucks. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Don't I mean, Cry, Gag Me. Wait, what did you call it? Dust- Dustin Balls. <laughs> did I say, what, did I misspeak? 
Dustin yeah. Bones. Dustin Bones. Dustin Bones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You would think I would have showed up with a six pack deep in me already today. Yes, sorry, I misspoke. Dustin Bones. I hate that song. Oh, we talked about Bad Obsession. You didn't like Bad Obsession either, did yeah. you? Yeah, Don't Cry, Gag Me. You ain't the first. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> you ain't the first. Should have never been made. Dude. <laughs> however. Pete's going to end up flipping. He's like. <laughs> however, User Illusion 1 is still the better album. It is still Ooh, the I'm better album. I'm not arguing that. But it, number is still two is the, it is still the better album because, you know what? Like. When I first, when I was first, like listen, like doing this exercise, and I was five songs in, six songs in, I was like, "This album fucking sucks." What? Use your illusion one. Yes, I was like, "This album sucks." What song did it for you? What song turned it? You ain't the first. No, Wait. I mean like, what song oh, turned it to this, good? Uh, once we got to back off, bitch, I okay. was like, "I'm, I'm in." Yeah. Like after, once we got there, because back off, bitch is I can follow you like, there as long yeah. as it's like. It they kind of turn up the energy and I, I'm yeah. like okay this is Guns and Roses and Double Talk and Drive I think is probably one of my favorite songs on the album yeah um, I just it's That's I find it to be, tune, I find dude. it to be a really just enjoyable track um, Garden Garden of Eden are very good songs faster and, quicker you know and the like thing you is said. is like I like one of my notes on Garden was because I knew I won't remember this shit I said like I remember it being a little the the intro I was like man I wish. I wish they would have kept the energy up from like back off bitch and then uh, jive, but it started off slow. But then they always they seemed even when they start slow on this half of the album, they always pick up at some point and then by they the way, Alice Cooper, it. Alice Cooper's in the garden, by the way. Yes. So that's a little. Yes. Um, yeah, and then like, um, do, 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 do. Look yeah, Heath. Look like at Heath over there. I mean, Coma is an amazing song. <laughs> And then, like, okay, so I'm, okay, I was like, okay, there were songs on this album that I thought were just bleh, right? Yeah. But then, when you get to Illusion 2, like, I am not disagreeing with Heath that Civil War is one of their best songs. Civil War is awesome. I think it's a very awesome song. Um, 14 Years is a very good song. Yesterday's, I'm somewhere in between you two. Like, I know, Josh, you love it. Travis, you're like, eh, I can do without it. I'm kind of somewhere in between on it, but I still think it's a very good song. Which song was that again? Yesterday's. Okay. Rose likes it a lot. Yeah. It's a great song. And, like, Get in the Ring, I was like, this is so stupid. That song's terrible. I, it's like, okay, quit, quit your bitching, guys. Like, Jesus Christ, get over it. And then, like, Shotgun Blues, it's like you're still taking more shots at guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, someone gets a little pissed off from being in the tabloids. <laughs> so, like, those songs were just... I yeah, just, You'd think the million-dollar paychecks were enough. Right, like those, <laughs> like those songs. I was just like, you, you guys are literally spending, however many ten minutes on this album, just bitching about like little feuds with another band that like, nobody cares. about. That's like, a good point. Who cares? And man? not to interject, Brooks, but uh, it's it's funny to mention that like, I think Axl Rose as a lyricist progressed so much on Use Your Illusion one and two, but then there's like some tracks where he takes like a giant step back. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> so funny to like hear him like it's almost like he wrote it in his bedroom at night yeah who these motherfuckers yeah and it's like (laughs) like civil war is such like and then november rain like you know the lyrics like are like are like very well thought out and well put together like a strange they are too Mm -hmm. and like don't cry stuff like that but man like you get to like get in the ring and you're like okay (laughs) but like and Travis kind of slipped this comment in, but he said something that it, like Illusion Two is kind of sleepy, and I'm like, yeah, it like I literally too ballady for me. Like I remember when I was um, 
like when I was taking notes on Estranged, because obviously it's a very popular song. GNR fans love this song. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he listens, but my buddy Andy, he's a big rock fan too. He's in my like bowling. Like he went to the show and I saw him post on Facebook that he's like, I don't care what anybody says. Estranged is always going to be my favorite GNR song. He's right. It's one he's of their smart. best. Yeah, you know, for sure. But I'm sitting there and I'm like. What I wrote down, I was like, I, it's like, I know this is a good song, and I'm not saying that it's not a, b- a bad song, but I'm just like, I'm just tired of the ballads, man. A little pompous. It's just like, like the, like between Knocking on Heaven's Door and So Fine and, and this, I'm just like, and Don't Cry, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, we we get it. Brooks you, is just you way like too brainwashed it? by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, but it's like, why do you have to make That's so like many fucking ballads? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, number two is, so is a little sleepy. ballad heavy on me. And then, like, too. I agree. And then ending on that My World, like, okay. Like, whatever, man. You're mm-hmm. experimenting, but whatever. Brooks, what do you think about the ballad from Limp Biscuit Boiler? I think it's killer. <laughs> yeah, that is a killer track, actually. No, yeah. I just want to hear what you thought about that ballad. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I'm just His like. His new metal colored glasses are really shining through on this one. Uh, no, this. I'm just joking, man. Dude, Come on. this. This album is sleepy and it's kind of fucking boring. So, well, you're wrong, bud. So, like, I'm just like, there's there's definitely good tracks in it, but like, there's a ballad like every quarter of the song, and I'm just like, fucking stop, please. It just takes me out of it. And I'm I just, agree. No, I'm, I agree. It takes me out of the mood. I'm just like, I'm done, man. I agree. Like, I think number one has the perfect balance. It's like you got don't cry. You got live it. I mean, you could call live and let die. Whatever. At least you they want. bunch them up. Goes, yeah. But then, like you said, you got November Rain, but you also got, you know, the Garden, you know, the Coma, like, you know, Garden of Eden starts off slow, gets gets fast. But it's not a ballad. Yeah, you got, you know, right next door to hell. You got a, you got kind of like a mixture, whereas I think number two needed some more, some more. It needed more, en- it needed more energy. I disagree. Energy. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, I, I think they were looking for a more, uh, like a darker yeah. um, album yeah. with that one, a more, uh, maybe not softer. Both. But um, they probably released them together because they know if they put that out two years later, people are going to be mad about having to wait for that. (laughs) (laughs) I love them both, to be clear. I'm nitpicking the second one. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think... uh, Looks like Brooks and I uh, won this battle tonight. I think we dominated this battle, actually. How? speechless. We just need to start... We need to play Domination by Pantera right here. No, I think you guys keep going back to just because there were too many ballads, but then Travis goes back and he's like, November Rain, the greatest ballad ever written. If you're going to have a ballad... Have the make best it count. One. Have the make, best one. Strange is the better ballad. Have the best one in the world. Mm. November Rain has the best guitar solo, but a strange. Keep on going, bud. A strange is the better. A strange is the better ballad. What's the? I mean, what's the better? You've been talking to record? my mom about See, November Rain. Is that what make, this is? The, you guys are just like <laughs> you're making the case for this album being better because of the ballads, like. I thought but this was a rock, album. rock album. Okay, bud. Here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> you are getting so uptight smashed, about but... ballads. What is every band has a ballad? Like Metallica has numerous ballads. Metallica has Fade to Black, and it was mm-hmm. on their second me- album, which was a heavy thrash metal album. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with ballads? Yeah, because there's, like, there's a little ballad there's like heavy. a zillion of them. Didn't you say Fade to Black was your favorite Metallica song? <laughs> One of them, yeah. Okay, well, you guys get over the ballad thing. Do you guys That'd be like know? Nothing Else Matters, Fade to Black... You know, all these ballads on one album. Well, here's not the true. thing. I think a lot there, of these there's ballads not are not 20 very good. songs on those albums. You guys just, like, if you're so angry. <laughs> he is so butter. If, if you're so angry, just go take up some boxing lessons, boys. You could be mine, 
They needed more <laughs> You Could Be Mine on this album, on number two. Why? Because it was, you know, it's fast. Wasn't there enough of it on number wake one? Me up. Yeah, Wake Me Up a little bit. You know. Don't you think one and two should have been two separate okay, entities at, of an album? But look at Appetite for an example. You okay. know, a mix of slow songs. You know, you got your ballads on there, Sweet Old Child of Mine, you know. Uh, Paradise City, I would consider kind of ballady. You know, take me down to the Paradise City. Uh, that's definitely not, not a ballad. That's no. a, that's a high, that's There's one song. ballad song. There's probably one ballad on there, and it's Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But you got that nice mix. You know, the It's So Easy, My Michelle, got the darker tunes, Rocket Queen. You know, I think Use Your Illusion One's more in line of that kind of album. I think that they're different types of albums, but I think Brooks and I are, are right. And I think one person's, you know, in the that's wrong the thing. Tonight. If there's one thing, it's like I'm not anti-ballad, but like don't no. put a bunch. Of, like it's okay to have one, maybe even two, but like this one is just there's just so, there's all over the place, and that's just too much for me. Very sleepy, and it's you know you go from high energy of like two or three songs, then you come right back down, and then you got to ramp back up again just to come down again. I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn, can we just keep it up? All right. We should I'll, take this to the crowd. Yeah, we like, can take this to the crowd, and I'm going to put it into this before we each walk out of here with a broken nose. So, uh, Brooks, do you want to remind everybody uh, where to follow us on social media? Absolutely not. No. Um, are you going to write yeah. a ballad about that? Follow yeah, us on Facebook. Sounds like Keith is. <laughs> He's a nine-minute one. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the ones. You're like the songs are too long, but also like November Rain loves, Killer loves Master Puppets and stuff like that. We're yeah. like November Rain. Yeah, because he's not crying for nine minutes. <laughs> We've been through this such a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh Brooks, God. go ahead, give it to him. All right, give it to him. Uh, Facebook Guillotine Press, or you can search at Guillotine. PM. What was that, bud? How many? How many? At Guillotine PM. Uh, which is also the Twitter handle. Um, Instagram, guillotine underscore press one. We're going to start, I think we're going to start trying to be a little more active on there. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to email us, guillotinepressmedia at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to um, rate us five stars. That too. Any and social media pl- or uh, podcast platform you use, rate us five stars. And give a review too, because apparently that yes. that means something. Yeah, it means um, everything. Yeah, <clears throat> listen. Write us a ballad in the comments. Listen. And and follow Red Letter X, the band. There are we're gonna partner with them. We're gonna be at their shows for like moving forward. Now we're gonna try to you know work together, pump each other up. So um, if you're on our team, then you're on there. We want you to be on their team too. So absolutely. And uh, one more thing before we go. Rest in peace to the great Norm Macdonald. Yes. Uh, passed away today at the age of 61 after, I think, a nine-year battle with cancer, if I saw correctly. So, Which is uh, unbelievable that yeah. he was able to keep that out of the public. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one of the greats, for sure. Uh, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Thank you guys for checking out our uh, mm-hmm. heavy metal podcast. We're just a bunch of friends being idiots. And listen, this one goes out to Heath. Nothing lasts forever, but we both know hearts can change. <laughs>